Welcome to the Play Harder Podcast, where we work hard and absolutely without a doubt, it's not even close, play harder. I'm your host, Zach G. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by Dogs That Shed Everywhere. Nah, not down for that. We got a dope one today with my boy, Mr. Pimp, player and hustler himself, the Frank Dardano. What up, player? My dog, how's it going? What's up, man? I'm honored to be here. You already know. I see we got a state-of-the-art stuff here. That's all we have. What's up, Frank? Just living. Thank you for being here, my brother. No. First and foremost, uh, my brother, Frank Dardano. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Um, you know, first and foremost, who are you? Where are you from? Tell us a little bit about your family, your life. Introduce yeah. yourself. For sure. Before we get in that, though. Tell me something about this music. Who are we listening to? That's, yeah. That was smooth, Oh, uh, you like that one, bro? That's the Sacred Souls, bro, called It's Our Love, man. And, uh, yeah, that's hard to turn down because you just kind of want to just get it in. And next thing you know, me and you just move this aside and we're dancing, <laughs> I, bro. I was going to say, we're going to get some whiskey, maybe a cigar. <laughs> Wifey walking on us and we're both dancing. It looks like we got somebody right now. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, first of all. Appreciate you having me. Your setup here is awesome. Thanks, brother. Family's awesome. Um, you know, <laughs> this is actually uh, my first podcast, believe it or not, as famous as I am. It's probably the first of many, man, if I know you like I think I do. Yeah, we'll see, you know. I'm trying to trying to do you right on uh, on this podcast here. Anyhow, so the question is, who am I? Yes. That is a damn good question. I had to think about that. Wow. I'm uh, I'm the son of the son of Frank, so uh, my grandfather's uh, namesake. Uh, he was a true North Denver Italian. Uh, my granddad owned North Denver Automotives right across the street from uh, Chubby's. Owned that home parking lot. Uh, he passed actually before I was born, but I hear all these stories, and you know, so I'm just trying to. Oh yeah, that's old school Northside right there, brother. That's right. Italians used to run 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 this this this. These neck of, neck of the woods. Used to be a little Italy. And then, uh, you know, my dad growing up Italian, though, it's funny because he could actually speak more Spanish than he can Italian. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just a, a Northside kid trying to make his way in the world. It's where, oh, yeah. uh, it's where our paths crossed. Exactly. That's why you're here, too, man, representing, you know, where you're from and most importantly what you're doing with your life and, you know, the amazing effect that you're having on your community and, and uh, you know the, the the rest of them, your family, friends. You know you're a big uh, you're a big influence to a lot of people out there, bro. Yeah, that's a good thing. It's also a scary thing, uh, you know, trying to have other people look up to you. And, you know, when you don't necessarily feel like you're always doing the right thing, mm-hmm. 
But for the most part, I feel like I've been doing a decent job. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to have some really good uh, people in my life to kind of show me the ropes and to be a better person. So my, my goal is always to pay that forward, whether it was through coaching or, you know, just being a good friend. I've always wanted to be that person that when, you know, if somebody was moving, they felt like they could call me without having to feel like they were putting you out. Right. But uh, best believe I'll be re- calling somebody when I need to move too. Yeah. So I'll be <laughs> putting that favor. That's how it goes, in. brother. That's how it goes, man. Um, you got any kids, uh, wifey? You got any pets that don't shed? Huh. Yeah, no, definitely no pets. We uh, not against pets per se. We definitely had animals. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we're just a super busy family, and you know, we learned a long time ago having a dog wasn't for us. Uh, shout out to Winnie the Pooch. That was our dog. A <laughs> uh, little disclaimer: she was not harmed. We loved her. We just weren't uh, home enough to have her, so she's uh, she currently resides at my in laws' house, and uh, where she has another little dog friend, and she gets lots of love, but. Yeah, no animals, but definitely married uh, to my beautiful wife, Marianne. We just celebrated our uh, 18th anniversary. Congrats. Don't mess that up either. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm 18. Well, 18 married, 21 together, which makes sense because our daughter just is about to be 21 here shortly. Okay, So 18 married, 21 together, which uh, I just thought about that means we've now been together longer than what we haven't been, meaning we started uh, dating at 18, 19 years old, now going on 21 together. So we've lived a longer portion of our life together than when we haven't. Wow, that's, that's amazing, man. That's a nice feat that a lot of people can't do. And um, It know, ain't easy, bro. Out. You know that. I mean, it has, it has uh, plenty of ups and downs, but, uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to find a good one, and she – she deals with a lot of my downs, so. Yeah. Well, that's good, bro. I think, uh, you know, every every soldier needs his, uh, you know, print. Um, yeah, but you asked me, so clean. where am I from? Yeah. Let's go back to that. Uh, as you know, just like you, uh, right here from the north side, I'm a North Denver kid, uh, born and raised, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. attended Centennial for a little while, Brown Elementary, Skinner Scorpion. Uh, North Viking, so, you know, I was in all those, you know, I was a regular uh, gym class hero, per se, uh, a recess all-star. The class clown. The class clown, matter of fact, senior year. Uh, did you I win that? I was. I won it. Did you? So, two of my uh, pr- pride things I've won, eighth grade, I was voted most athletic, twelfth grade, class clown, but, you know, not class clown how you would think, like a big... Fuck up. Uh, you know, I was a person with the jokes. You know that? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The jokes that went a little too far, but Yeah, you know, some of my jokes uh, nowadays could possibly get me canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it is 2023, bro. Yeah, geez, everybody's offended these days. Zach. You ain't lying, brother. You ain't lying. Um, Sweet, man. Shit. Uh, so, yeah, I know that uh, obviously you've been, uh, been around in the community a long time, being a coach for... Uh, for North High School, and um, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, uh, this will actually take me back to actual high school. So um, 
playing football, you know, I had a, you can call it delusions of grandeur. I actually thought maybe <laughs> I was going to go play uh, college football outside of high school. Mm-hmm. Two things didn't go right. One, I didn't take school all that serious. So to any athletes who do hear this, take school serious. Second is, uh, you know, I didn't shrink. I was always, you know, short. So uh, five five safety wasn't really what uh, the scouts were looking for. Um, I did have a scout come in. He was looking at James Speed one day and uh, popped in my tape. Dude said, hey, you pop out on, on film, but uh, I can't go back with a 5'5 five, five safety. I just got this job. I don't want to lose it. So I knew then, sitting in the coach's office, 12th grade, that if I wanted to be around football, it was going to be outside of playing. Mm-hmm. And the next logical thing was to get into coaching. And like I said, I've been blessed with a lot of uh, – Good man in my life. Coach Marquez is at the top of that list. Um, shout out me, Coach Marquez. Shout out to Coach. Yes, sir. He sat me down and said, hey, how much do you really want to be around football? This is what I could offer you. You know, straight out of high school. It was a non-paid gig, clearly. For the first seven years, I didn't get paid coaching. And uh, so started my coaching career back in 2002 at North. Did a couple years at North. Uh, it was a little weird still coaching some of the guys that I played with. Um, but I learned a lot in those two years. So, so you played – you you actually coached with some of your teammates. I – Or, I'm sorry, you coached some of your teammates. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so right after I graduated the following year, I was, you know, coaching those seniors who were juniors my senior year and so on and so forth. But learned a lot those couple years, mostly on what not to do, um, you know, and then from there, I went up to Fairview Boulder. Uh, was coaching uh, with Coach McCartney, and uh, that was a different world. Mm. You know, being a DPS kid my whole life, and then going up there—that was big time football. Where Boulder was shutting down Friday nights. You know, it was like a scene out of a, you know, Friday Night Lights or something. Where yeah. we're gone to the game, stuff like that. Yeah, it, <clears throat> it was it was big time football, and I learned a lot up there. I was you know blessed to be up there for a couple years. Uh, met some. <clears throat> Really bright football guys, a lot of CU players. Um, you know, and also goes back to us when we played. We were lucky enough to have the coaching staff we did at North back then, Coach Mo, Coach Leo. Um, you know, both those guys were CU Buffaloes. Coach Murphy. Coach Murph. Coach Big Murph. Rest in peace, Coach Murph. R.I.P. Big Murph. And, uh, you know, those dudes really put, you know, time and effort into our lives. And so – I always just felt like I need to pay that back. But then back at Fairview, I met a lot of cool dudes. Sean Embry, John Embry. John Embry's a coach in the NFL still. Um, from Fairview, I coached at Northland for a couple years. And then from Northland, I coached at Thornton for like six, seven years. And now, full circle, I went back to North back in 2015. Um and I'll be back at North now. This is going on year eight back at North. So, all together, I think I'm at 20 years coaching high school football, bro. Jesus, man. That's, that's uh, like, not only just a long time coaching, but, like, yo, that's a long time being involved with the sport, bro, and just football this, football that. I mean, you're coaching that long. Like, you, I'm sure you eat, sleep, shit, football, repeat, right? Like, You know, I had to learn a little bit of a <clears> – <throat> life balance um there was a time where 
really felt like a football junkie, you know, where if it wasn't that, I really wasn't happy. Maybe I was even a little bit of a an ass to be around. But uh, in order to be good at something, you got to spend a lot of hours. You got to have passion for it. But you also have to have a little bit of a balance. Otherwise, then you just become, you know, somebody nobody really wants to be around. But yes, 20 years, there has to be a passion and love there. Uh, I don't know. I might be getting close to the end. Who knows? Well, I mean, hopefully not, man. I mean, I get you got to do what you have to do, but uh, you know, having you having you around and these kids learning from you, bro, they're uh, very lucky. So, um, you know, but you know, everything has a life. So, um, just like life itself, everything has a lifespan. So, I get it. You know, coming from another coach too, coaching wrestling and um, you know, just trying to always help out when I can. I I completely understand and. Yeah, you know, just football, like wrestling, like a, a lot of sports, it, uh, there's that competitive, you know, addiction to it. But also, um, at least for me, it taught me a lot of other things outside of football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some life lessons where, let's just be honest, we weren't, uh, you know, winning a ton of games when we played. So we had to be able to deal with a little bit of uh, adversity from a young age. Yeah. Taught us how to, you know, get knocked down, but dust yourself off, get back up. No doubt. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, there's a couple things I always, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always never forget um, on, on a couple games where we were just like, you know, uh, I mean, we're getting smashed, you know, 50 to whatever the case may be, 14 or something. The game's clearly over. It was closer than that, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Fort, uh, you know, what, whatever the case may be, and not necessarily even when you were there, but, you know, one game in particular I remember. And, um, um, you know, I, I looked around and I seen the guys who were faking injuries and, you know, not wanting to be out there. And, you know, we're playing hogs, bro, and they're all monsters. And then I do remember one other guy, bro, um, and uh, it's my boy James Hernandez, man. Shout out to James. I don't know if you know who James is. He might have been. This might have been a little bit after you. Yeah, you know, I'm high not school. sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story short, bro. Um, you know, I was the the me and him were the last ones still just banging and trying to take off heads and just not not going you know down without a fight. Obviously, the game was over, fifty to fourteen, bro. Like you know, it was over. But um, and they were driving just every every possession. But you know, like I said. A lot of the players were quitting and not there, and there was only one other guy that I specifically remember, and it was just, you know, him just still, still just fighting, not giving up, and like ready to die on the field, bro. So, but see, um, the funny thing is, in your mind, you can remember that, see him in his, through his face mask like it was yesterday, right? Yeah, and, uh-huh, absolutely. And I'll, I would be lying to you if I told you I remembered every freaking game I played and all the outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do remember a lot of it. The things that stick out to me most are those like moments of of effort. You look around, and you're saying, "Who are my dogs?" Yeah. Like when things aren't going right in this sport, mm-hmm. it's so easy to tap out. You know, you do get the guys. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pull this hamstring right now, or uh, you know, I'm I'm a little dehydrated. I got a concussion, and I'm not, you know, poo pooing the concussion deal. Yeah. We'll talk about that later, but. Yeah, it's those moments that I remember looking around and seeing, you know, who's going to fight for four quarters. And as a coach, I've always tried to preach that, like, just give me your full effort. And at the end of the game, we'll look up at the scoreboard and see see what happens. I've been lucky enough, though, is especially since the last eight years of returning to North, we've been really successful. Now, 
first year back in 2015, we won eight games. That was the most North has won since the 70s. Uh, followed wow. that followed that up with the seven game uh, win season, um, you know, a couple six game win seasons, and then uh, of recent we kind of came a little bit back down to earth with some five and fives. But um, yeah, our talent our talent level at North is uh, it's about as good as it's been. What we're dealing with right now is a a, a lack of players, you know. So hopefully this. This gets out to uh, some parents out there to sign their kids up. Yeah. But again, we have we have the uh, the skill players needed to uh, to make a deep run. I think this year. Not to mention, I mean, you know, we uh, we need some players, and we have you know some of the best coaches. Honestly, like not even to hype up my own you know school and your school and North or anything, but yo, know, to be real, yo, you badass dude, bro. There be kids are lucky to you know take your instructions and learn from you. I mean. You know, not even to mention, you know, what a beast your your son is, but, mm. um, you know, the kids you coach in general, bro, like they've, uh, you know, they've all turned out to be some studs. So. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You yeah. know, uh, one of the things that I've always taken a lot of pride in is coaching other coaches, and uh, and I'm I'm proud to say that I've brought on a lot of people to co- become coaches who went on to other places, um, like even AJ for for instance. Yeah. He helped us out for a year, and it was uh, when he was leaving to go finish up his eighth grade year. You know, he left me a long message. It was just like, hey, you know your stuff. I respect you. I appreciate you. And those are the relationships that football's allowed me to foster and build. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for it. But back to our players, man. It's, Shout out to AJ. Yeah. AJ the barber. Yep. Doing big things out there in Reed Ridge. Um, I, I will say this. Coaching-wise, I feel like I could coach with anybody in this state, hands down. Um, meaning... And go to these big schools and coach. It's hard for some of those coaches from big schools to come to where I'm at and coach because yeah. when you're at a a Pomona or when you're at a I don't know a Fairview, it's just football. You're coaching just football. At North, at some of these other places, uh, we're so much more than just coaches. You know, we're uh, we're a confidant. We're the uh, the family counselor, you know, yep. we're dealing with, uh, you know, kids who haven't eaten nothing all day and go home, might not have dinner, and we got to figure that out, or we got to figure out how to get kids rides to and from to school. And no doubt, we're not just coaching football, so it's hard yep. for those coaches from those other places to come down. And you know, we just saw that recently this last year, but um, uh, we're we're still trying to turn the corner. Yo, you are. You're changing the culture down there, bro. And, you know, uh, actually all of North, bro. Shout out to Denver North High School because, I mean, right. you know, they've uh, – it's just – it's uh, it's night and day from when we went to school to what it is now. And, um, you know, obviously it's a whole different generation, but it's 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 on the up and up. And actually I'm not even too sure. I don't even quote me on this, but I, what I heard is a few years back now, maybe even like 10 years ago, I don't even know how long it was, but that they you know have a big waiting list now. And – uh you know, they haven't had a waiting list for a long time. Right. Especially when we went to school. And um Well, so. you know, it's it it's multiple parts. One is you look around our the north side and you know, it's not the north side that we remember, right? It's the the highlands and there's always pros and cons to uh, you know, gentrification. Um but it, it's really what prism you're looking at it. Like yeah, the cons for me 
is I got priced out of the north side. I don't live here anymore. I live out east. Yeah. Right? That's a con. But the pros are now you have a different demographic of people, people who are willing to invest into our community. Hell, for instance, our our homecoming every, every year. Back when we played, yeah, homecoming was basically special to us. And maybe like 15 fans. Yeah. Now? Our parents. Now, guys? All of 30 seconds shuts down. Yeah. We have a big freaking parade. The school spirit's insane. Every grade does these we, big floats. Probably even like streakers and shit now. Yeah. Dude. Like it's crazy. Like I might streak next year. <laughs> the school spirit now, bro, compared to when we went there, bro. Like they they have mascots, bro. Like what? You know? They they actually had had to have like a talent like talent off or whatever for the mascot a couple years ago because so many people wanted to be our damn oh, mascot. Dude, they're lucky we didn't have mascots back then. You would have been the baddest motherfucker around. <laughs> Probably would have got beat up. Shit, dude, a Viking, bro. A little Viking running around doing backflips. Yeah, but the school, the the pride in the neighborhood is, here's the thing about the north side. The north side has always been very prideful. It's though, the, where the pride is different now, it's instead of, hey, I'm a north side or I'm tough and this and that, now the pride is getting towards pride in the community. Let's, yep. let's build some at the school. And a lot of it is uh, uh, the administration at north is so much better. Um, not that it was not we went, because I love Mr. Sandoval. He was great. Um, but, you know, like, our principal now on the street, he's amazing. Yo, Herman. Shout out to my boy, Herman, yeah. man. Herman, my hermano. Yo, the, like I said, North is on the up and up, starting with that. Um, you know, Herman is, uh, you know, he's doing big things, and I'm super excited. You know, my kids are going to North, bro. Like, Herman there, man. We got the wrestling looking good. Football, you there, bro. Like, uh Coach Jeremy D. Herrera, now the new wrestling coach, high school wrestling coach, shout out. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's you know, him and his staff, and we got a couple, uh, another league uh, team joining our wrestling team too, so um, elevated wrestling. It's going to be, you know, North is on the up and up, bro, and, you know, a lot of it starts at the top, bro. Yeah. So, um, you know, shout out to to uh, to Herman. And, and, it's, and it's all programs over there. I mean, uh, I just saw something recently where uh, – We've had the mo- mo- most kids out for s- different sports this last year than they've had in, like, 20 years. I mean, so kids are interested. These sports are doing good. We have multiple teams, you know, making playoff runs. Our baseball team, Coach Nesto, has been, you know, uh, multiple city champions. Yeah, Coach uh, Nesto, too, man. A beast baseball coach. Like, don't sleep on North Sports right now, man. Like, yo, Nesto's a monster. Like, any kid will be lucky to – you know, get, no get under his wing, man. So, and then you guys got you got guys like you yourself. You know, Pete Ozick, who who started, uh, brought back the mini Vikings and yep. fostered that, and now you know, turned it over to you guys. And I mean, it's only going to benefit the community. So, I, I'm proud that I'm back. I know a lot of I've had some coaches say uh, to me two different parts. Like, you can coach anywhere. What do you? Why are you going back there? Yeah. Also. And I've I've heard this, and I still hear it to this day. My son's going into his senior year, and by the end of his senior year, he's going to hold every passion record in that school's ever had. And I still got people saying, "Why'd you send your son to North?" Like, and my thing is, is maybe it was a little bit selfish, but uh, at some point, North had to be good enough for a, a top tier athlete. I agree. And you know, he stuck. He he stayed the stayed the course. Got his buddies to buy in, and uh. By this time next year, we're going to be talking about, you know, eight, nine guys going to college, uh, getting college, uh, some of their college paid for. 
And you know what's crazy is like that's how it starts, bro. So first and foremost, thank you because there's countless number of kids and great athletes that grow up here and, you know, get raised by per se the north side right. or, you know, even and then they inner end up city. somewhere else. Yeah. And they end up in different, you know, in, in, in a suburb school. And like you know, not even just north, but DPS inner city wise itself produces so many top tier athletes 100%. that don't end up, you know, in you know where they're from. So um, that's what we're changing, and that's where the culture's, you know, headed to. And um, it's exciting, bro. It's exciting, you know, where, you know, I got, especially having some some kids growing up and, um, you know, high school's getting a real thing now. And uh, it's important to look and invest in your children, bro. And, you know, you want them to succeed. And like I said, I'm sure because of what an amazing athlete Frankie is, to still pull the trigger and take him and keep him at North at the time. Mm. Because North now is not what North can possibly be in 10 years, right. which might have been a no-brainer, and all the good kids might be going to North then. But, you know, your decision, that's not at the time was. The time, the right decision, really, there was no there was no answer, you know. But the, the majority of the of the good athletes, they, they won't go to North. So it, you know, And it wasn't an easy decision. And each year it still hasn't been an easy, like, hey, you know, when we went through a coaching change a couple years ago, it's like, all right, maybe this is the time I – I transfer him, but you know, kudos to him, my son. He said, "He said I ain't going nowhere. I'm not transferring." He's like, "We started this. We're gonna finish it." <laughs> Yo, that's and, my dog, bro. And I needed to hear that, like from my kid. I needed him to to say, "Hey, quit freaking worrying. Quit being yeah. a bitch. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna finish this out." And you know, we ended up getting a really good head, uh, head coach. Coach, uh, shout out to Coach Escobedo. Shout out. He, uh, you know, he pours his heart into the kids. You know, he. He truly cares about that community. And uh, so, you know, like everybody says, things will work out. They always will. And you, I, you have to believe in that. And exactly. so far it's worked out. True believer in everything happens for a reason, brother. True believer in that. And I, I will tell you this, Zach. Um, you know, now, so uh, your daughter is in eighth grade now? Uh, she's in seventh grade. So seventh grade. And then he has uh, ice coming up. Yeah. So, yes, high school's on the horizon, right? I would be 100% honest if I told you I didn't think North was the right place. Like, I, my ties now aren't to, hey, get everybody to North. Do I still want everybody to go to North? Absolutely. But if I didn't feel like it was a good place, I would also be honest. Yeah. I say this because my daughter's now going to be finishing up her uh, sophomore year of college. See you, Denver, on the dean's list. You know, got a ton of her college paid for from North. Um, You know, she went to North with the mindset, I'm going to be the best student I can be. Yeah. And that doesn't, you don't need to be going to, I don't know, Valor to be a good student. I agree. And North did really well by her, set her up. She's going to have a bachelor's in almost three. She'll finish college in like three and a half years. So, you know, it's all about the mindset and what you want to get out of life. And that's not just school, it's everything else. And shout out to your daughter, Bella, man. She is amazing. And, um, you know, one thing, um, you know, me and my wife talk about is, like, how we love how she still hangs out with you. How old is she? Uh, she'll be 22. 20. 20 uh, or no, she already is 20. She's 20? Yeah, she's 20. 20. And, I mean, you know, she don't mind going and hanging, hanging out with mom, pops, and, you know, little bro, little sis. Like, 20 years old, man. Like, what were you doing when you were 20? I didn't even, don't even answer that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wasn't uh, hanging out with my mom and dad, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, so... Um, so th that, that's amazing. And, you know, I'd be lucky. I'd be lucky if, uh, 
if my my kids were you know twenty twenty one and still want to kick it with mom and pops. No, you know I I joke around bro. We are I tell people, cool. tell people you know. I must have been like a really important person in a previous life, or like maybe I was like Mother Teresa in a different life or something. Because I've been blessed with wonderful wife, great kids who you know do you know from the outside looking in they're like the best freaking kids now they do have some problems and and sometimes they piss dad off but for the most part like i look at him like damn how did i get so lucky because yeah. i know what i've done in this life up until this point man i i wasn't the best kid let's just call it like that and that's the thing man they're all like you know handsome beautiful like good head on their shoulders like Yo, are you sure you're the dad, man? Uh, yo, yeah, there's a little bit of dad. I know. <laughs> I know I'm one for sure I'm the dad. The other, you know. <laughs> nah, man. They, uh, thank you for saying that, though. But, you know, they, they are good-looking kids. They get their good looks definitely from me. Well, that's that's nah, definitely kidding, from man. their mother, man. <laughs> might I say, might I say. But cool, bro. Uh, That's, you know, that's sick, bro. Like, um, you know, being able to... to understand and you know be around be not not just not just understand but be around for so long that you've truly lived this life bro like it being in the north side and making the decision to this day on kids going to north and this and that and you know daughter did doing great in college you know great head on her shoulders so like you're doing something right brother you're doing something right man man. you know what and sometimes sometimes even the best of us need a little pat on the back you know because he's you always, at least for me, you always have a little bit of a self-doubt. I'm a very confident and, uh, you know, outgoing kind of person. But then you always wonder, like, hey, am I really making a freaking difference? Yeah. And going on coaching, um, some of the things that really make me feel like, hey, I've made an impact is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, going on 20 years or 21 years of coaching, I have been invited to multiple, countless graduations, obviously, you know. But now that a lot of my players are older, I've been invited to baby showers, weddings, college graduations. You know, a couple years back, I got a letter in the mail. It was a card. This kid I, kid I coached up, up at Thornton and uh, uh, sent me a card, his graduation uh, envelope from Adam State. He went and played over there. Sick. But then he wrote me a personal message. It was like, Coach. He's like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here where I am today. He's like, I wanted to quit. I had nothing to play for. You wouldn't let me quit. You held me down and said, hey, I'll pick you up. We'll, we'll figure it out. He said, I was so close to quitting. If I would have quit football, I would have dropped out of school. I would have been gangbanging. He's like, but I'm about to be a college graduate. And, man, I read that, and, like, I, the hairs of my arm stood up. You know, like, that is a real-life uh proof that I mean I'm making an impact so uh yeah exactly bro that's uh any anytime you get something like that and you realize you've actually touched some you know uh touched someone's heart and made an impact in their life it's uh it's so rewarding and you know if that's not the whole reason why you do this then you know you're you're not you know you shouldn't be coaching so yeah you almost had a uh a Freudian slip there. You almost said you, you touched him, but then we're going to hit We almost had to hit him with a pause. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did almost say touch a kid. And I, you know what? We would have been done. No more coaching for us, bro. Because let's just be honest. We, you know, we're getting a little serious here, getting a little hard to touch. But when me and Zach get together, it's 99% of the time 
we're laughing. Yeah. One percent of the time we're talking. So you guys are lucky to get us that one. Have we ever been this serious? This shit's crazy. I don't know, but I'm starting to have like a pain in my bladder from being so serious. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a couple minute break if you need, man. You yeah, know? you know what? Let's uh, let's take a quick time out and we'll resume here in a second. Yeah, you're okay. You're serious. Uh, I mean, unless you just want me to go on the couch. <laughs> okay. You know, with that being said, give us about five seconds. Hit you, us with that smooth music again. Yo, they won't even notice though because I'm gonna edit this and cut it out. So right now, they not even. You could say whatever you want right now. Well, real quick, I do want to say. Zach has me drinking a $5 bottle of water. <laughs> I've never in my life drank water that tasted this good. Oh, you know what, man? Shout out. Shout out to Aquapana. All right. It's the natural spring water, the smooth, smoothest taste, Toscana. <laughs> All right. Aquapana. You can find it at your local Sprouts. Um, you get but, paid for that. And you know, No, but I might send this to them. And shit, if they can send me a bottle or two every now and it's then, my that's dog. all I want. That's all I want. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back just like that. How you like that? Magic. You like that? Hey, I ain't, I ain't complaining. Dude. The setup over here down here is uh, the real deal. It's pretty legit, huh? Don't. Shit, man. This is this is like the 80s back here. <laughs> it smells oh. like the 80s, too. <laughs> All we need is a black light, brother. You don't want that down here. Yeah. Um, this, this was your son's room, right? It was back in the day, back in 84. Yeah. Eighty four. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. That's stupid. <laughs> I was like, this, he's been going at it for years. <laughs> this is true. You know, it's that a uh, it's that five dollar uh, per bottle water. Got this little frisky down. Hey, there. bro. You know what? It's some good shit. If you haven't tried to give it a whirl, you'll thank me later. You know, spring water. That's one of um. I don't know where I heard it, but that was one key to a long life. Spring water. I don't know why, but. Well, I, uh, I had a short little stint for Deep Rock. I was delivering water for Deep Rock. You did a little ten piece, huh? A little stint. A little stint, yeah. <laughs> you know, just just a little two year thing. But uh, during the hiring process over there, oh uh, Deep Water, come on, nah, man, that's old school. Dude, they 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 go on so much like how how much spring water is going to save your life, and you're delivering liquid gold to these people. So take passion, and you know. Uh, it, it it was a good job. It didn't last long. I wasn't the best water delivery guy. You know what though? They weren't lying, bro. A good some good water is like, uh, you know, that's yeah. like one of the like mysteries of Earth, bro. Like, what For is sure. it? Earth, wind, and fire, and water. Uh, well, you're uh, you're an outdoorsman, you know. Uh, oh, absolutely. What you need? What? So, one of my little uh, fond memories of camping and stuff, going out with my dad, because uh, you wouldn't know this, because I don't, I'm not a big outdoorsman like you are these days. But we used to go quite a bit when I was young. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, back in the day, Rocky Mountain News, uh, the back of the sports page would have uh, the hot spot. Yeah. And so, you know, they would say, hey, this is the hot spot this week or whatever. And uh, the fisherman would read that and he'd probably go up to a spot and see a bunch of fucking people at the hot spot. So it wasn't that hot. But, uh, yeah, that sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. Well, not very many people knew about it, I guess. I don't know. However, this one time, they made a mistake, Rocky Mountain News. They said, hey, here's the hot spot, and my dad was about it. So loaded us up. I mean, this dude looked like the Rocketeer. He had <laughs> he had his backpack, all kinds of poles, and the hot spot was at above Timberline. I don't know, way on the fucking mountain somewhere. And we're hiking for like five hours. And some dude's walking down, and my dad's like, hey, man, how's fishing up there? <laughs> that dude's like, 
there ain't no fucking lake up here. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I walked all the way to the summit. There ain't nothing up here. So, it, I'm younger. I'm probably like 13. I'm about feeling like I'm about to die. Don't want to never see the mountains again. And out of nowhere, this nice little natural spring came popping out. We filled up our canteens, and uh, that was probably some of the best water I've ever had. Gave us the energy. We finished it out. We didn't fish that day. It was just a glorified freaking uh, trek. However, the next day, the Rocky Mountain News, correction, we made a mistake. <laughs> it was uh, so, you know, fast forward, you know, 30-something years later or whatever, 20-something years later, we, uh, me and my dad laugh about it. But That's cool still, man. Nice little hike like that with your pops, bro. Yeah, but you, you got to understand, my dad wasn't a, a hiker. He was a, a fisherman, so... <laughs> He wasn't the nicest dude to be around that day. <laughs> Guys probably holding him up, slowing him down. Shit. <laughs> Just wanted to get to the hot spot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. Couldn't get no one to watch you that day, probably. Yeah, you know, me and my dad, we're best buds. Just like me and my son are now, so. Shit, that's amazing, man. That's it. That's As a dad, I feel like, uh, you know, that's one of life goals is the, to be your kids, um, you know, best friends and. You know, just have and enjoy and share that love that you give and you get, you know, all entire life. Oh, well, for sure. You know, there's a, a so many people fuck that up, man. Yeah, it's a, you know, we've kind of hit on some different things about balance in life. But uh, that's one thing is like you don't want to be their like best friend. But you don't want to, you know, but you also have to have that, uh, you know, parental, I don't know, guidance, but same time you know this isn't the 1950s either so the more you're in your kid's life and you know somebody they could come to like i always tell my kids bro and i'm sure you're the same way so now that my kids are older and you go out and there's parties and this and that i say listen use your head do the right thing you know don't be drinking driving but i ain't stupid right we we did it i saw this time look i ain't stupid call me i don't care if it's three four in the morning no questions asked I'll go get you. We'll go get the car tomorrow. Like, nobody's going to be mad. I would rather pick you up at three than, you know, whatever. Yeah. You get whatever the alternative is in that situation. So, um, I feel like my dad was the same way. He was, uh, he was always there. He was, you know, my dad's a musician, so he was, you know, playing music, bands. He was always pretty much gone during the weekend, so we had a free run of it. Which was cool, but he was the same way. If I ever needed him, dude's there in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I just try to be the same way. Sweet, man. That's sick. Um, and before we get off topic here, I did want to sh- to um to first of all shout out um your son Frankie Dardano. He's a beast. Number um, seven. Number seven. And then second of all, I wanted to um you know I know you've been you know you guys are real humble around here and um you know I know that uh I probably would have to bring it up because I know you don't want to brag but. Um, yeah, man, you know, tell us about, uh, you know, you and all your children are amazing first and foremost, but just, just as far as football goes, um, and you being a coach and, um, you know, understanding the game and, you know, having a young athlete that is, um, you know, if not the best, um, uh, quarterback in, in, in the state right now. And, you know, arguably he, uh, he definitely is. So, but, uh, yeah, tell us about Frankie, man. Sure. Uh, before I go on, Frank, I will say that we talked a little bit about uh, Isabella, my oldest. She's beautiful, smart. 
Uh, so I'm going to real quickly say, Livy, daddy loves you. Uh, she's our eight-year-old, and she's literally the boss of the family, my Olivia Rose. But uh, so just to say hi to Frankie, yes, man. Uh, he's definitely one of the top quarterbacks in the state, and I feel like if, you know, he was a few inches taller, he'd be getting all the recognition. And I, I'm, I don't ever want to be that dad to say, hey, look at my son, right. especially being uh, you know, coach on the staff. Sure. But, uh, you know. Just film don't, film don't lie. As a coach, yeah. we always say film don't lie. We tell our players, like, look, you know, we feel like you maybe made a couple mistakes here mm. and there, and the player's always going to say, oh, no, I didn't, and I was telling them, film don't lie. When we watch <laughs> film, we'll see. Put on the film of Frankie. Max. It's... Hold on. Sorry about that. That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and turn that off real quick, shall we? It's all good. Okay, my fault. Go ahead, bro. Uh. But yeah, he put on his film, and the film don't lie. Uh, he's a beast. He's an extremely uh, intelligent quarterback. He is mobile. He has a strong arm. He could, you know, put the ball any part of the field. No throws too hard for him. Uh, the thing I take most pride in, and that, that I really love, not just because he's my son, but as a coach, he's just a great freaking teammate. Yeah. Like, he, leader. Yeah. You know, there's a saying. Uh, in sports, and it's not just sports, but a rising tide lifts all boats. Meaning, hey, the tide's rising. Every boat around, every boat that's it, that's in the Gulf is, they're naturally going to rise. So I always tell my son, be the rising tide. By you being you, playing the way you play, giving the effort you give, you're naturally going to make your teammates better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I just you're hundred percent, man. We're extremely proud of him. And you know, on top of that, he's a four point something student. Um, you know, he did get a little bit of, uh, of, uh, my genes cause he's, you know, not setting the vertical records of, <laughs> of any kind of quarterbacks, but you know, he's, he's going to get some looks, for you sure. know, and honestly, like at the end of the day, bro, like obviously there's those athletes that still make it being, you know, not, not being gifted with the, the gift of height, but, um, or height, but you know, there is still the, you know, the guys and the kids that do make it and, that do have to work extra hard because mm-hmm. they do have to make up for that. But you know, if there's one person that can do it, it's uh, it's definitely Frankie. And like like you like you said from out, you know, you're saying that from a dad's point of view, and I'm agreeing with you from a friend and from someone who's seen Frankie since he was a you know a, a little guy grow up all the way to mm-hmm. what he is now. And uh, yeah, man, you hit it on the head. He really is top tier, and you know any football team. Uh, you know, any coach, any dad would be lucky to to have them as theirs as as one of their own. So, yeah, uh, man, appreciate. It. I like yeah. you know that we love to hear that. And uh, I know he knows, but he he he's he's a humble kid, and he won't be you know the kid to puff out his chest. But sometimes I tell him like, bro, puff your chest out a little bit. Be yeah. that dog, because yep. you know your name is known. And so he's gonna go into senior year, and you know I just I, I pray that. Uh, football brings him what he wants out of it, whatever that may be. And I, I just know with his work ethic and his his talent, when talent meets work ethic, I mean, sky's the limit. So I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that, you know, a college coach out there will will catch his film and say, hey, let's give let's give him a shot. But once they do, it's, it's game over. Yep, I already know, man. And like I said, it's even whether – 
um, the right college coach or not makes he just has to do his thing and he just you know does his thing does what he's used to and sky's the limit bro you know I'm excited to see what can happen and no not even just on the football field off the football field as well like you said he's just such a leader and a good kid and um, you know I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, if he does big things in life man so I'm looking forward to but you know see, he uh, seeing, keep seeing him grow he uh he really respects you too bro like you know the Couple years he did down with the the junior Viking wrestling man UMP meant, it meant a lot to him, and here, this is what I you know, like about my son and a lot of the other kids I followed suit is take wrestling for instance that's a freaking hardest sport, and he was coming from basically being the best at everything. Yeah, he was the best basketball player, best baseball player in his kid. Clearly, was the best football player, and then I said, hey, let's try this. It's out of your out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And he was getting his ass kicked for the first, like, two, two and a half months. And I'm not talking about just losing, but, like, getting his ass kicked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there was a, a match against against his girl, and she was a beast. He lost in 24 seconds. Sorry, yeah. son. Put that out there. <laughs> but, you know, uh, just to his nature, just like he's done and everything else, stuck with it. By the end of that year, he ended up winning, you know, the, uh, the JV award. And he won, like, four or five tournaments yeah. at the end of the year. So, you know, but that's also a tribute to, you know, you and B. You guys are hell of a coach, man. Uh, right on, bro. But, yeah, at the end of the day, it's the kids. They start changing and wanting it. And, you know, seeing them from the beginning to the end, seeing them grow is just, you know, that's half of the half of the love as a coach um, that we, you know, no doubt. love to do and do it for. So, but yeah, man, shout out to Frankie, dog. He's a, he's a monster. Dog. So, um, but, yeah, uh, cool, brother. Uh, what do you think about the Broncos this year, man? It'll be all right. Mm, well, you know, I'll be, I'm a, so you know me, I'm a diehard Bronco fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm a diehard Colorado fan. So, hell, Avalanche, Rockies, Nuggets, they're going to go all the way. Rapids, uh, shit, you name it. If it's from this state, I root for it. Broncos, though, those are, that's, you know, people used to joke, say that was my other family. Uh. I don't know. I'm a little jaded, bro, because I I, I I fell into the hype last year, you know, and I kind of felt like a like a jaded lover, like I was cheated on. I <laughs> did. It was a nightmare season. Yeah, so fucking nightmare. But as they say in football, there's always next year. So this this year, you know, I, I do think uh, we got the right man for the head coach, Sean Payton. Uh, he's. Oh, I think so too, man. I'm excited, bro. Free agency. We got. Let's get it. Uh, short up the offensive line. Um, part of me wants to believe that a lot of Russell's struggles last year were uh, due to uh, the coaching staff. And yeah. so I'm hoping. I'm best, thing, best thing about Russell is uh, what he brought to Denver was uh, Sierra. Shoot. He ain't, he ain't lying there. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, she has the goodies. Yeah, I've been waiting to use that button. <laughs> you like that one? He'll be here all weekend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right, Don't no forget worry. to tip your waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. No worry, no worry, no worry. No yeah, but, you know, I think uh, I, I think the Broncos are going to be about a four to five game improvement. So That's it? Well, <laughs> hey, I listen. What was our record last year? Fuck, we win five games? Uh, something like that, right? Yeah. So, I think we can win about ten. Playoffs? I'll take playoffs, bro. So, Get me in the playoffs, and I'll be all right, man. I'll be right back to where we were 
I, I think this was going to happen. You, and since it's recorded, you, we could always uh, go back to the end of the year and be like, hey, I, Frank predicted it. But uh, I think going into the last week, we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. We're going to have to win our last week and need a little bit of help. But, you know, hey, after the last couple of years we've had, to be able to say, hey, sure. going into week 17 or week 18, whatever it is this, these days, and we have a chance? Oh, yeah. Sign me up for that. I agree. I couldn't give away my tickets last year, even if I wanted to. So. Damn, I know. You even, you even called me a couple times. I was like, nah. Yeah, I was like, we can't go anyways. You're bound. I can't go to that state now. I know you probably don't even want me to talk about yeah, it, so yeah. I won't. That'll I be won't. for podcast uh, <laughs> number three. <laughs> okay, all right. Maybe, over, I, I, maybe I can get a couple drinks in you, and then we'll let that one out, but... Man, hey, that, that could be for our Cancun podcast. Hey, but you know what, bro? I know you're right, but yo, that's how I know you're my brother right there, bro. Hey, All right. Much love, bro. Cheers. Much love, man. I got your back, dog. You know what I'm saying? For the people out there listening, oh, let's just say these Bears fans got that one in the two. We just say we sent them back to Chicago uh, a little more blue. <laughs> well, they won. They beat us on last-minute field goal by Eddie Pineda. What was his name? Pinedo. Pendejo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little bastards. But they got us, and then uh, we got them. So Yeah. yeah, you know, hey, yeah. And, uh, it's uh, Self-defense sometimes. You got to just be self-defense, you know. Hey, you know, you see your boy getting, getting locked up by three. At least that's what I saw. Hey. I, <laughs> it <laughs> just, doesn't matter, man. I just man. wanted to jump in. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, bro? We had the ones and the twos going on. and um, We were it, playing DJ. I mean, I'm confused. Are we going there or are we not going there? If we're if we're not going there, we could like tiptoe around it as much as we want. I don't care. But uh, I mean, we we can go there. We don't have to get the details. But yeah, uh, yeah, not nothing too crazy. I mean, like it was their fault. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Okay, fuck. All right, no worries. We're going on break. We're going on break. Oh, God. And we're back. Yeah, so uh, apparently doing podcasts make me have a bladder of about a two year old. So. <laughs> Suspensive water is going through me. I was gonna say you if, if you need to go pee, bro, you can just say like, yo, I gotta go pee. Like you're like whispering something. Like I was like, Oh shit, like is this on the DL or you know, <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on, bro. I got a little weird up in here. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was back to that game. So yeah, it was uh twenty nineteen Bears game and uh there was a group of Bears fans that were just, you know, they're a little a little uh out of line. Out of line. Yeah for a good portion of the game and mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the game, I you know I didn't see it. Marianne did. She looked over and said, "Hey, Zach." Well, hold on. But before we go there, okay, before we go to the "Hey, Zach" thing, like, okay. you know, they were being, they were, they, you know, because it's it's the Bronco game, right? Ain't ain't no one there trying to you know fight and do none of that dumb shit. Like right. we're there to cheer on the team, the team we love, and that's it, bro. You know what I mean? But um, first and foremost, they, you know, we went down. We were uh, at the bar down there at the little uh, standing little room uh-huh. bar only, like not even at the bar at the. Uh, where the TVs are at, like right underneath yep. it, right next to it. 
And, uh, yo, they were, you know, being, they were out of line, being obnoxious, just getting, like, people's faces, just being, like, super disrespectful. They even pushed the lady down. Yeah. Nothing happened to him. Yeah. Well, I remember you got in, like, in, um, in, in, in his face, and they, you know, like, hey, like, sticking up for that little old lady, and uh, he got, like, close, and I think, like, his hat, like, tipped off your head, or uh, didn't your hat tip off your head or something yeah, like that? something like that. His forehead, like, tipped off, and I was like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but. But calmer heads prevailed. Yeah, and, no, uh, nothing, so, nothing happened. So we said, screw it, you know, and uh, at the end of the game. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus ahead, Christ. Hold on. <laughs> like, can we get, like, to the details? Hey, all right. Get so, to the details. So, like, yeah. All right. So that happens, right? And then they end up just, like, causing havoc with everyone. The cops end up, like, kicking them out of the game. I don't know if you remember. Like, they got kicked yep. out. And, yep, yep. and that's when we were playing the Bears in the last-minute field goal. They, like, it was, like, 10 seconds or whatever. They, like, drove, like, 40 yards yeah, and then kicked that field goal. Shit. Yeah, long field goal, and they beat us. And it was over. And then the gates opened, and they were still right there. And on the way out, um, you know, I really don't really remember exactly too much what happened, but one of the guys that was obviously just being one of the, you know, like, punks, I guess we can call them, um, you know, he, he gave me the finger, like, one-on-one, like, you know, hey, like, uh, you know, what's up? Like, he's, you know, kind of wanted to, you know, see me out there on the grass. And, <laughs> you know, I obliged. We got out there. We started throwing him a little bit. And, um, you know, coming from my point of view, um, you know, you know, here I am. We're doing a little bobbing and weaving, throwing a little one and a two. And then all of a sudden, um, I wish I had the John Cena. dun 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 It'd be more fitting if you had, like, some Goldberg music. Uh, I came in with the Goldberg tackle. (laughs) So we're going to get to the details, so we're walking out. But there was a lot of them, not just, like, you know, there was the – he came in with the Goldberg tackle because all of the Bears fans – well, not fans, just the little weirdos. His little group. He had, like, maybe four guys with him. Yeah, you know, it was one on on three there for a second until Frank came in and joined the party. But um, he had my back as usual, per usual. Hey, yeah, that's what what boys do. But, yeah, so we just – did we had to do and uh you know everything everything that transpired afterward transpired but uh do i regret it nah i would have done it i would do it again because from my point of view it was hey i'm not gonna let my boy get yeah boy get jumped but again hey we got to be better at public places and yeah no doubt i mean we're coaches seeing, and yeah, you know we're, we're, we're leaders in the community that's something good dads and good coaches and we are and you know just like like i said with you know People don't understand exactly, you know, these guys were out of line, disrespectful, in your face, knocking people's hats off. Like, <laughs> come on now. Like, any man's just not going to let someone flip your hat off and just get away with that. Like, so, you know, this was a little different. And like I said, not not, not that it was necessarily self-defense, but it, it was just kind of like, oh, come on, man. You yeah. don't want no, to see me, baby. It you know what deserved, I'm saying? Hey, they didn't want to see me, bro. All right, let's get. Let me just handle them, and then I seen dun, 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 uh, John Cena, <laughs> and then it was on and cracking, man. Yeah, it was, you know, I thought you were gonna maybe like single leg him or give him a help now. Oh hell no, nah. we're throwing, <laughs> we're throwing the ones and the twos until you're a better boxer than me, and then you're getting single leg and uh, taken to the ground. God. And you know, once I realized, like, oh shit, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. The thing is, is you know, we're talking about, hey, I have. Really well-behaved kids and this and that. And like I said, I must have been somebody really good in previous life because uh, am I doing a lot of good things now? Absolutely. But there was a time in my life where, uh, you know, I was... Had to learn the hard way. Exactly. And that was, you know, one of those instances. But again, I I know if the roles were reversed, you'd have had my back. So I had to be there for my bro. 
Hey, bro, I probably would have hit him with the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, though. Uh, you know. What about the Diamond Dallas, the, the Diamond Cutter? Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I probably would have done something a little more, uh, I guess, a little more fun. I mean, the, the tackle tackle was nice, and it helped out, but, you know, the uh, they just, you know, so I'll, I'll give it, like, I guess, like, <laughs> if I have to rate it, you know, on, like, style points, I'll give it, like, a six. But, you know, inefficiency, bro, ten, see ya. It, you yeah, know, whiplash, whack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he uh, he definitely was going to need a neck brace for a little while. Yeah, and the Broncos aren't listening to this, so you're good, bro. Like, what happened? Hey, the funny thing, though, is uh, uh, that little area, and to paint the picture for you guys out there in the podcast world, it's a little, like, grassy knoll right outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my buddy now who, work, who works for on the Broncos, stadium On the stadium fairgrounds. Yeah. A Picasso, shoot out A Picasso. Hope we don't get in trouble for this. But no. <laughs> no, but he he had sent me a picture. He said, he said, look, because of you now, look, there's no grass over here. That's it's all concrete. They got it fenced out. They don't want nobody congregating over there. Yeah, they're welcome. You know that could have been worse, and they're they're welcome. Did you tell him? Did you tell him? I said, hey man, he's welcome. You guys can put a statue of me right there, <laughs> <laughs> like Rocky, <laughs> like Rocky. Uh, well, Rocky was a lot taller than that, brother. Nah, hey, Rocky's out. Sylvester Sloan's actually a short guy like me, so. Oh, so I was a little late on the oh, Rockets. I'll tell you that. That buzz comes through, though, shit, and I'm good at the little one-liners. I'll, you know, I'll hit them all day and hit them with the. Boom. Yeah, so, we got the laugh track and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, we got, we're got we we're still learning around here. We're still learning around here. All right, so let's see. Where, where do, so outside of <coughs> our, our Bronco game adventure, we were talking about. Yeah, well, what you do? What do you do for a living, bro? Oh, okay. How do you make time to handle all this shit, be a dad, and, and not even to mention, I mean, do you work or are you, a, you know, um, just a full-time non-worker? No, nah, I'm no, I'm a stay-at-home dad. My wife makes a ton of money. No, I'm just <laughs> My dog. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. Uh, Halloween, this upcoming Halloween will be 17 years of Denver Health. Um Started back there in 2006 uh, as a lonely old file medical clerk. Basically, just means I was literally just filing people's medical charts. Yeah, uh, did that for uh, a couple number of years. Uh, kept my nose to the grindstone. There would be a couple jobs that open up in IT. I would apply. I'd get denied. I'd apply. Finally, one opened up, and uh, since then, I'd just been slowly making my way up in the IT world over at the hospital. Uh, 17 years later, it's allowed me to, you know, buy a home, buy multiple different cars. Uh, you know, my kids never went a day without health concern. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's done. It's done uh, its purpose. And uh, oh, yeah, it's also allowed me to coach. The best thing about that is um, when I needed to, I'm often time to coach. So and when you're a coach in Colorado, uh, that's what a lot of uh, people don't get. It's like you don't get paid nothing. And if you do get paid, the money you spend on the program, you're you're either breaking even or you're going into negative like every year. So yeah. it has to be something you do with a passion. Uh, but um, it's it's allowed me to to coach. I haven't had to not coach because of work. We're in other states, you know, for California, Texas, or even Pennsylvania, for instance. You know, some of these guys are getting paid, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy grand. Even the head coaches over a hundred grand a year just to coach football. Yeah, hell yeah. It, that ain't the case here, so I've been lucky enough to have a job that allows both. Oh, sweet man, yeah, and you're you're blessed, bro. You know, very very blessed, be able to do what you love and 
you know, have a job that's being able to carry you and you know sustain a, you know a family and life and you know happiness. That's all. Uh, that's all huge, bro. And, yeah, and uh, it, it yeah. all starts with what you do. You know, like 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 they say, you know, we're on this earth for once or you know only one time. I truly believe so. Yep. Um, you know, you don't want to work. You don't want to work too hard, but you want to definitely make sure that you got a life that's sustainable and comfortable so that you can do the things that you enjoy. Well, like, what's the name of this podcast? Um, Play Harder Podcast. Come on, man. You got to know no, that no, before no, you've no, been no, coming I'm, on. I'm asking you like Oh, I'm asking oh. You like ask so you can say it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. That's and, a great point. Yes, and to play harder, you know, you got to – there has to be, you know, parts where you work hard too. Yep, But absolutely. never in life – uh, do you want to just be a a prisoner of your work? Because then, what what time are you living? Yeah, you ain't living. And uh, I've been lucky enough to that my work has been able to allow me to, you know, do a lot of fun stuff. So, oh yeah, uh, I, I'm definitely grateful. I, you know, every time, every night when I, you know, say my prayers and you know, thank the Lord upstairs. Uh, that's one of the things I'm thankful for. You, you know, especially like during COVID when everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was one of the lucky ones who I, I worked all the way through it. I was able to uh, go from the office to work at home where I've been working at home now uh, exclusively since COVID. And that has its pros and cons too, right? You know? Yeah. When I, when I was uh, going to the office every day, I was hitting the gym every day. I was feeling real good about myself. And there was that, you know, that good balance of being away from home. Um, but I'd be lying to you if I told you I'd want to go back on a daily basis now because – being at home, working from home, being able to still be as productive, if not more productive, uh, to be able to just kind of roll out. If yeah. When it's time to clock in, you, mm-hmm. you know, you just roll out. That that's that's pretty freaking sweet too. So. Yeah, it's crazy now the way the way the way that you know since COVID how much things have changed and um, that's one example right there of of like a whole that's a whole life adjustment, man. You know okay. what I mean, like. <laughs> from being used to leaving every day and then not having to leave anymore, like yeah, that's that's a whole life adjustment. And you know, I've heard good and bad things about it. What do you? What would you say? Um, you like it more, or where would you rather go back? Uh, I would say currently, right now, I like it much more. But there was a little bit of like some self discipline that I had to uh, relearn or teach myself uh, from being home every day. Or being at work, going, getting up, having a routine, you know, waking up at a certain time, hitting the gym, yeah. going to a football practice, and then coming home. You, that was all a full routine. I was used to it. And then being home, you know, I allowed myself to get a little too comfortable. Yeah. Uh, you know, wasn't working out. Maybe uh, had one too many drinks here and there. So uh, just like anything else in life, moderation, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of self-discipline. But – you know, once I kind of got past all that, I'd definitely say it would be really difficult to uh, have to get back up at five in the morning to be at work by yeah. seven. So, because I just today, I was at today was one of my first days back in the office just because I had some work to do in the office. And I go in maybe once or twice a month, if that. And uh, those are like two two days too many, if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, I mean, are you, you wear like the blazer and the underwear while you're working? Are you, you have to be on Zoom at all or? So the, yeah, at the beginning absolutely. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely one of the one of the uh, shorts uh, underneath the desk kind of guy. Oh okay. Yeah, you know maybe some maybe some slides with uh, do your hair and shit. Just kind of. <laughs> I had a polo on, or maybe sometimes with a button up and a tie, and underneath is little whitey tidies. 
at least two day two day old Tonys, you know how it goes. But uh, yeah, man, COVID was it was it was a different beast, and grateful we all got through it. At least the, you know my family. So yeah, man, shit, no doubt. It's it and you know it's still crazy to this day. I mean, it's still around, so it's gonna always be around, bro. Um, just a new thing. I think we got to deal with, but uh, that's a whole nother subject, you know. No doubt. No doubt. Um, let's see here. We got a, speaking of a crazy summer, man, um, what, uh, got any plans coming up this summer? What, what, what you and the fam doing? Yeah, so, you know, funny you ask, because, uh, we are, uh, I, I turned 40 this summer, you know, big 40, and, uh, doing that, I put together, uh, a little trip to Cancun. Oh. Which you so graciously accepted my invite, baby. Oh, I wish you could see me right now. <laughs> oh. So it's going to be, you know, the Dardano, Gutierrez's, the Gary's, uh, uh, and, you know. Hey, there better not be any Bears fans down there. God, better not be, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. So definitely looking forward to Cancun, man. We're going to be, you know, sipping a little bit of uh, umbrella drinks with our toes in the sand, but, uh. Again, going back to some self discipline, some some maturation on my part. It'll be uh, a little uh, a little more low key than my previous Mexico trips, but I have a feeling with uh, you and Dom there, we're probably gonna get a little wild. Couple. What nights. do you mean a little more low key? Oh, uh, I mean a few years ago, went to uh, to Cancun and Cabo, and I don't remember much of those trips. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, you want to remember a little yeah, bit. So. You also want to have a good time, bro. <laughs> oh, we're, hey, we're gonna have a blast, bro. And so, you know, some of the things that we, you know, we don't want to do is we don't want to end up getting kidnapped or shit. There's Cancun's a little crazy these days, right? I now. know, I did so, see have that. You been reading some of the headlines, and stuff? I did, bro. I did. We'll just, you know, hit up my boy Oscar. We'll be fine down there. Come, come on down, Mister Martinez. Get us a little couple bodyguards, and you know, we'll be all right, man. Oscar's my boy too. Hey, he was a. Hey, shout out to little O. What's up, my bro? That's hey. my compi, man. That's my compadre right there, bro. That was North North Denver's uh, D line at his finest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rolling in his Escalade. Hey, we were bumping, man. Shit, we had a. Uh, I I think he had the new Escalade on twenty sixes, spinning rims, uh, the best the best uh, speaker system around town, Ridiculous. bro. Bringing in uh, seats that would just get so hot that we would prank people because it'd burn the shit out of them. That was patent leather, baby. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, one time, on, so like I said, we used to prank people because we used to put it on high, tell them to sit down. And I mean, those seats, something was wrong, bro, because they used to get super hot. So, like, something was wrong. Like, <laughs> we'd start smelling smoke. Like, it'd start burning. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it didn't shut off when it would. Um, but. Uh, I don't know if you know John John. Remember John John? Yeah. Well, he we, we were pranking him one time with the seats on, and he didn't say nothing, and we were like, like wondering if it was working. And he turned it off and on again a couple times, and then uh, we, we asked him, we're like, hey man, is it is that seat hot at all? And <laughs> he was like, yeah, bro. Like he just didn't say nothing the whole time, was just sitting on it, and was like, um, and we felt it, and it was just like super hot. But I mean. Uh, that <sighs> that explains a lot. Shout out, coming bro. From John yeah, bro, really did. Yeah, he should have said something. Man. Like, that shit was hot, bro. Like, she was a hot boy. Yeah, he didn't have the best of years after high school. But anyhow. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're not lying. <laughs> he ain't lying. Yeah, he is not lying. Um, yeah, so that's. Don't look up. Don't look him. him yeah, up. I do not look him. No up. last names yeah, mentioned here. Exactly. But, uh, anyhow, so the summer, bro. Uh, <laughs> Our football team, so last summer we went to CSU for a four-day camp and uh, 
played against some big schools out there, you know, Ralston Valley, um, Bear Creek, Palmer Ridge. Uh-huh. And we were out mad, out gunned, but our boys showed up and played hard. Frankie got quarter, uh, he got quarterback of the camp, all that good stuff. So this year now, though, we're going to, uh, in June, we're going to take the boys down to CSU Pueblo Sick. for a three or four day camp. We'll, we'll stay down there. Oh, get some chili. Okay. Hey, I'll bring you back the bushel. Hey, you get chili from down there? How do you get chilies from nah. Fiji to Federal? Huh? Yeah, but they, they say it's from Pueblo, but it's not. This is really from Pueblo Eats. Oh, well. Our new Max. I'll, I'll get it back. All right, well, I'm just, you know, if you haven't. And I then, mean. so that there's that, and then uh, uh, our seven, our summer's filled with 7 on 7. It's it's how it's been the last 20 years of my life. All football yeah. until we get to the end of July, the last week. We'll be at the beach, and then literally the day we come back um, is our first official day of uh, – of actual practice, and then from there, it's uh, nonstop football till. Hopefully, we're playing until uh, late November. Pro season, yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. That's, that's the goal. But summer should be fun, man. I'm excited. Your family's gonna go out there with us. Oh yeah, we can't wait, bro. We're gonna eat like pigs. Mm. Eat like kings, man. Oh, one of the things I want to do is uh, <laughs> eat like pigs. I know. <laughs> oh, I. I t- <laughs> I cleaned it up. I said king, maybe a king pig. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take you know, that. What we should do though. I was is, like, uh, look into uh, a day where just the, the boys go out and I want to do some deep deep sea fishing. Hey, bro, you really want that smoke? I mean, hey, just, I'll I pull know, out yeah. my I'll pull out my wahoo right now. <laughs> okay, <let's> do it. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> no, I really will though. If you want me to. Uh, okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just right there. Right, just give me one second. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate this, ladies and gentlemen. So he's getting up. He's gonna go get something from the back. Let's see what this is. See what it is. Well, he's having a little bit of trouble. Oh snap! Yes, sir. There she is. What kind of fish is that? Barracuda? No, that's a wahoo, bro. <laughs> Damn, it was all taxidermied up? Yes, sir. Yep, how, much that, how much that cost? I think that was like 1200 It was stupid, to be honest. I was just young and dumb, and I was just like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's just keep it. And then I wish I didn't, but there it is. I get to bring it out here now and let everybody know what a master angler I am. So, so we're looking at about a, I don't know, what, four-foot fish here, ladies and gentlemen. Four feet, huh? You think? Get that four feet? Three and a half, man. Uh, I say four and a half. Four and a half. Oh. Anyhow, it's a wahoo from from the waters of Cancun, and yeah, man, let's let's get it, bro. Like I said, I'm ready to to live and have a good time, and anytime you could get away with the family and friends, and especially with a, a nice beach, count me in, bro. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's do it. I could, I could uh hear the waves crashing right now. Oh, I can't wait, man. I can I, hear. Well, it. I need it, bro. It's been this has been a stressful year already. Just the short couple of months of 2023 has already been. A little rough on the soul, so I'm looking forward to. Well, it's about to get better. Yes, That's sir. for damn sure. Yes, sir. Nice, yeah. I'm excited for summer as well. Should be a fun, fun, uh, fun summer for us too. Um, got a couple trips planned. Gonna be heading out to the World Series of Poker in the summer again. Um, you know, go out there banging. We're gonna do what we do and you know try to. Got to gotta ride that hot, hot streak out there. Buddy. Yeah, bro. Just gotta keep going, man. Gotta keep going until I can't go no more and. You know, so I'm excited for that and 
couple trips and be with my kids and family and friends and barbecues and, you know, watching the sunset happen and, you know, whatever. So. <laughs> hey, so real quick on the the World Series of Poker, just poker in general, how does one, you know, become uh, basically a professional poker player as yourself? Like, at what age did you say, hey, you know, I'm going to do this. Uh, you know, so, bro, like I said, I don't really consider myself a professional poker player because I have a profession, and that's with Anytime Flood Restoration, um, where we service all of your water damage needs and mold mitigation, remediation. Nice plug, homie. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I know. You know what you're doing. And um, so, you know, I got a profession, and that's what we, you know, specialize in and master. And to be honest, that's what we uh, – what, what, what our main – what our main um, – job is and um, so but besides that uh you know i do play poker competitively with a lot of professionals who do play it for um, you know for their profession and um you know and i i study hard and i play hard and the most important thing i think is you know i got passion for it and i love it so it's you know i enjoy it everything i enjoy watching it playing it learning it's not work for me it's fun so i you know it's fun, and I'm a competitor, and, you know, you know, just, you know, being an athlete as a kid and still am, and, you know, I mean, not much of an athlete anymore, now 36 and fat, but, um, you know, just having that competitive edge and competitive drive and just wanting to be the best, that'll always be part of uh, part of my heart and inside of my blood, so. No doubt, um, hey, now, now you're a mathlete, so speaking of a mathlete, <laughs> yeah. so when you're out there playing cards, are you kind of like, you know, uh, uh, on the hangover? Where uh, the dudes, uh, Alan, all the little math and numbers and trigonometry is like flying around his head. No, no, that's not. I mean, obviously, you have to think and add up some calculations and get some percentages and shit like that uh, every now and then. But um, but for the most part, bro, it goes really deep. It's damn near impossible to explain. But it just, there's um, there's a lot of ways to exploit players and, and beat them that way. And then there's also um gto which is like the new wave in, in poker with solvers there's like a way to understand that poker is a is a game that's beatable now before you know you smoke a cigar get an ace see some flops you know um bluff a little here and there and uh not really have much thought about it it was more of um i have a feeling this guy's bluffing type game right you know now it's beatable now we got these uh you know, these nerds out here that with, uh, you know, using solvers at the poker table and just studying it nonstop. And, um, you know, it's it's a whole different ball game now. Wow. So um, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. But like I said, if it, to me, it's, you know, it's all fun and I love it and it's a game and I feel like I'm naturally good at it. And not to mention, I study the shit out of it because uh, it's important and, you know, I want to be the best. So Well, well let's, let's do this then. You hit a couple more tournaments before... Cancun. Uh-huh. Got to deep sea fishing trip. That's on you, big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's kidding. a perfect time to bring it up, man. But yeah, bro, shit. Let's get it, bro. You already know, man. Promise you give me a good little score here and I have no problem getting a deep sea fishing trip. That'd be so fun, man. That'd be sick. Uh so you have a so before this you asked me, you know, a couple couple tips or some advice, you know. Yeah, yeah. I want you to give us can I read the tips and yeah, then you want to go from there? Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Where did I put some tips at for you here? Okay. Um, oh, and also I plan on going to Columbia this year, which I'm excited about. Columbia, man, shit's gonna be a little crazy out there. 
I mean, I hope it's not, but I mean, it's gonna be. It sounds fun, just with the wifey. So, so Zach, Zach booked the two most dangerous places to go on vacation. <laughs> we living life on the edge, bro. That's it, baby. Hey, we in our thirties now, man. <laughs> Fuck that. We're out of here. I'm saying goodbye to my thirties. Hey, all right. Uh, you know, what's a one tip you got for being a great dad, there, Frankie? Can I call you that, or is it no, Frank? No, 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 no. Hey, is it Frank? Frankie, Frank. Okay. Dad, pop, senior. Can I call you senior? Are you a senior? Uh, technically yes, but yeah, that's not. That sounds kind of whack. Is he a junior? Technically, but so, like my close family calls me Frankie still. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Frankie and yes, Frankie Junior. But is, is that on his name or birth certificate at all? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm a senior. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I usually just go by Frank. He goes by Frankie. That's how we uh, decipher the two. But whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Call, call me anything. It's all good. Yo, one tip for being a great dad. Mm. So, th- this is it's simple, it's easy, but it's also not. And you know, uh, just be present, bro. Like, uh, just be in your kid's life. Like, you know. Yo, amen to that one. Like, no, you know, I don't ever claim to have it fully together, have all the answers. Um, but I do know when my kids have a school play, I'm there. When they have a a sporting event, I'm there. Or, you know, whatever it is. They, I want them to know they can count on me. Yep. And and I, I know that sounds simple. I know it sounds easy because it, it's just like, hey, just be in your kid's life. But let's, let's just be honest. A lot of us grew up with, you know, a single parent or uh, come from broken homes. I know I did. And maybe that's why, you know, I'm trying to overcompensate. But I feel like if you could just be present, your kid's going to be ten times better off. Yeah, man, and you'll be more happy. I mean, there's a lot of deadbeats out there that that don't want to do that, and I don't understand why, and that sucks. But you yeah, know, we to just actually, a whole other podcast exactly, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you know, for the dads that do love their children and want to be present, man, and yo, to experience that joy, yo, that's like yo. First and foremost, kids, those those little fuckers are yo. Your whole life is di- different. Ever once you have a child, it's not about you anymore. It's about that child. So hundred percent. So now you know. Yeah, as a as a father, you accept that and you realize, you know, that it's about them, and so that love, it just goes, you know, that's it's it's just unexplainable unless you're a dad. You know yeah, what I mean, bro? It yeah, really and I, is. I still see people, you know, some of my friends that don't still don't have kids, and mm-hmm. uh, there's you know, maybe they can travel more or do whatever, but oh, they can and they're living, and I mean, like it's still a close shot if if we were if we made the right decision or yeah, not. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like some days I question it, but. Hey, bro. I, I like, do know there's days where they're like, damn, I wish I had what you had. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's, you know, they're, they're, so they're about, throwing up all over your shit, you know? Oh, my God. All over your nice little outfit that you got for Freak Easter. Freaking babies, bud. Come you on. Know. But yeah, you're right, bro. It's, it's a, there's a lot of uh, pros and cons on each side, but I, I definitely outweighs, um, you know, having kids, you know, just because, you know, that's the route I went and I'm, I'm happy with my decision. But yeah, so again, you know, hey, any advice I can give to a dad out there? Whether you're still with your baby mom or not, having a baby mama drama, put all that to a side. Just be present for your kids, man. No, for hey, real. I like that. One tip for being a great coach. Mm, this is coming up with all the good questions. I'd say know your players, bro. Like, uh, you, you know, you have to know them personally, not just uh, from an athlete. Uh, and I say this because you can't coach everybody the same. Yeah. Meaning there's, uh, you know, some kids on the team who don't do well to an ass human. Uh, there's some kids on the team who need you to kind of uh, get in their face a little bit. Yeah. You know, they need a little kick in the ass. 
you have to know who's what kids you can kind of get on, what kids you kind of love them up. Sure. Now that doesn't mean the expectation is different. I still expect you guys to show up, do this, do X, Y, and Z, but how we get that message across to individuals because a team is made out of individuals, right? It's a lot of times I've seen coaches fail because they just have a blanket coaching style. I'm a coach everybody hard. I'm going to fucking yell at everybody. And, yeah. and a lot of kids nowadays just don't do good to that. And, you know, some people say it's the wussification of America or, you know, we're getting soft as, as a society and whether that's true or not, I'm not going to get into that. All I know is some kids shut down. Some kids do well with it. But if you're going to truly be successful, you need to know your players personally and find out the best way to, to reach them. Yeah, to to touch them. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> uh, no, but for real, that's uh, that's huge. You know, if you don't know. If you don't know who you're working with, bro, you know, you can't really uh, make a difference in their life. So no I agree. All right. One tip for being a great athlete. Oh, tip for being a great athlete. Um, I'd say, you know, hey, every team has a bunch of great athletes, but not every great athlete wants to wants to be great. And uh, I'd say work hard when nobody's watching because, yep. uh, you know, hard work is always going to be talent when talent doesn't work hard. And so there's there's a saying I tell all my guys, you're either getting better or you're getting worse because no one stays the same. If you're just spending the whole offseason just doing nothing, well, the upcoming season you're going to be worse off than you were because that's just the way it is. You you're think, not getting better. You're not getting better. Yeah. You're either getting better or you're, you're getting, getting worse. worse. You don't yeah. stay the same. So work hard when nobody's watching because that's when true progress is made. I like that. Uh, one tip for being successful. Damn, so and successful uh, can mean a lot of things. We yeah, can mean work, yeah. happiness, life, like you know, I guess I guess that's a pretty broad word, but I'll let you just go away with it. Yeah, I'd say uh Um for me, you know, there could be, you know, but yo, what is success to you first? Well I I, I, I could only base it off what I have in my life and that's love. Uh that's companionship, you know, that's, you know, best friend or partnership. And so I'd say find somebody you love, pour into them, give them everything you have, become a team, and then anything anything is, is beatable, anything is conquerable. Um, I know if I didn't have my wife, I wouldn't have nothing. And so there's been times in our lives where we've been up against a rock and a hard place. But I know if I have her, we're going to get through it. So success to me is finding somebody you truly love and, you know, pouring into that relationship because it ain't easy. Yep. Hey, man, you ain't you ain't lying, bro. And uh, that one right there came from the heart, I could tell. No doubt because I lost my notes. <laughs> Get you all prepared and shit, man. All right. Um, all right. If there's one thing you could change in the past and only one, what would it be and why? Mm, only one, hell. Only one thing you could change. Like I said, I, I'm fully content with my life and happy. So it wouldn't change like how I got here. Uh, but I would actually, it'd be a little bit more self-attention to myself, you know, pay a little more love to myself. I, uh, um, I think spending or focusing a little bit more on my health 
because um, you know you said this earlier in the podcast. We're we got one shot at this thing called life, yeah. and uh, I went a little hard in my twenties. If I could go back and change one thing, it would be to work as hard as I partied. Because there's always that saying, and this is kind of coming to me off the cuff, is, uh, you know, say, hey, go travel, party, have fun when you're young. You know what they always say? They also say, youth is uh, youth is wasted on the on the stupid. Like, you see all these old people, hey, if I could go back to my, my youth, you know, I would, mm-hmm. I would do this. Like, work hard when you're able-bodied. In your 20s, go out, get those jobs, work hard, because that will allow you to travel or whatever you want to do when you're older, yeah. instead of working hard now. Yeah, that's like the retirement age is what sixty five. Is that what it is? If you get there, I mean, like in the average is like seventy two or something. Yeah. Well, don't quote me on that, but I mean that just goes to show, like, hey man, like you know, have time to enjoy. And, and then look, we were told play home. hard, baby. You know, play hard. Play hard. That's it. Play harder, bro. Play hard. Get out there, live life. Um, you know, play hard, bro. So. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, any topics, anything you want to bring up, bro, or you got any questions, anything like that, brother? Uh, no, man. I think uh, this has been a for my first, uh, you know, losing my V card on the the whole po- podcast world. I said this was highly enjoyable. Yeah, this was cool, man. We were chilling. We were, you know, um, for for a Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Um, you know, this was a this was a fun. Fun little podcast and it was a lot of firsts, you know. First time on a podcast, first time drinking a five dollar bottle of water, <laughs> first time peeing fifteen times. That's probably like my tenth time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we all we always do one quote to live by, man. Uh, you got a quote for us, brother? I do. Uh, but before I get to the quote, it has I got to paint a little background to it. Okay, there we go. So, uh, you know, my dad's told me this, and I've told my kids this since, uh. They were super little. Uh, a few years ago, they called in or sent in a video to 104.3 The Fan. It was uh, it was a contest for uh, a yard makeover, basically for artificial turf and the whole nine. It was called Father is Mo's Best. So basically what had to happen is you had to have you know your kids, family, somebody send in a video of why you inspired them, an inspirational quote, and why you should win this thing, right? So they called in, or they sent in a video, and the people they were up against, it was like 80 contestants and some, like, high-quality videos that people were doing, like, Star Wars, like, themes and everything. That was legit. Yeah. My kids won, bro. So awesome. And uh, they basically said, uh, you know, my dad, you know, has worked really hard in the backyard to make our front yard good. And uh, one thing that he's told us our whole life, and this is the quote here, it's, uh, if anything is worth having in life, it's not going to come free. Meaning, if it comes free, it probably ain't worth the damn. Yeah. And so I was telling them, if, if something is worth having, you got to work your butt off for it. You got to prepare. But everything is feasible. You can, you can get anything. Yeah. So the quote is, if anything is worth having in life, it's not going to come free. So work hard, and you can have anything in this life. Yeah, bro. That's amen to that one, brother. And. Yeah, you live by that quote, and uh, you'll be all right. You no know, doubt. you know. It's sometimes it's easier said than done, but uh, you know, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, I agree, bro. Um, let's see. I'll give you guys a quick quote. Uh, nothing too crazy, but um, this is just something about being productive every day and every chance you get. And uh, 
you know, I feel like I'm really trying to switch things up, get up a little earlier, um, get back into the gym routine, you know, get my life back in, in, in a complete happiness, bro. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's my big thing is I want, you know, myself, I want my kids, I want my wife, I want my parents, I want my friends, family. You know, I want us to be happy and enjoy life, bro. And uh, uh, my, my, my quote um, um, by Tom Hopkins, uh, do the most productive thing possible at every given moment. And it's easy and simple. And if you do that and it's productive at every chance you get, you know, good things are going to come. So um, you're not letting time pass you by you're uh, uh you know you're, you're making the most out of this thing we call life so no doubt. Um, Love it. yeah bro that's pretty much it i got a special guest thing though um i know you're kind of like tired and yawning and peeing and stuff and you know people don't really un <laughs> they, they never they never really got to really you know meet who you are bro and um and, and maybe this you know might be for another time and i hope not i hope you have a couple jokes there even if it's a couple dad ones but Yo, bro, you honestly are in the top probably two people as far as funniness and just being hilarious and just making me laugh and just, um, you know, being one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. Um, Let me um, introduce you to the Frank Dardano. Yo. Thank you for coming out tonight. <laughs> yeah, Frankie. Where all my ladies at? <laughs> no, man, listen. Uh, you know, put me on the spot. Uh, jokes. I, I'm actually, for the one few times in my life, drawing a blank. But I'll, I'll, I will I will tell you this. Have me back on again. Okay. You know, don't make this a one-time deal. Next time, we'll hit you with some jokes. Hey, bro, you know, I think I need to, I need to throw a little bit of Johnny Blue in you and uh, get you a little relaxed, get you out of that muscle shirt. Is that a muscle shirt? Yeah, you see these guns? Let's I, go. I, I, I got the tickets yet. Okay, shit. Man, I came fresh from the gym over here, man. Oh, you're OG with the gym with, like, the cut-off sleeves and shit. Look at you, dog. I'm trying to be like you. You're married. Stop it, bro. Showing off them guns. Hey, you know what? I, I, still, I still, uh, still got it. You do. You do, no, brother. You do, man. I'm trying uh, to get like you looking all slim. Hey, bro. Shit, I've just been yeah. getting it. Nah, I'm really not. I'm fat as fuck right now. I need to get going, to be honest. I need to stop, uh, <laughs> You know, stop bullshitting. That's the problem. It's hard. It's easy to say it. You know, easy said than easier said than done, bro. But uh, you said get some Johnny. Remember we had that Johnny Blue, and I was like, "Is this is this that cheap shit?" And you got all mad. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man." Yeah. But, no, yeah. listen, man. I I feel like we're getting to the end of this, and I do want to say I'm very appreciative. This was cool. Uh, I'm a hundred percent ready, willing to come back again when when you're. Ready to have me. Hey, bro, shit, you're, you you will be back on, and I plan on doing a cool little uh, little podcast out in Cancun with us after um, a night out and just see what happens and where we go with it and who knows, but um, that'll well, we be We might fun. be doing it from the bottom of the ocean. Hey, I hope not, but, you know, if we got to do it there, we'll do it there. I don't give a shit. Well, it's going to be happening, so. Um, but, yeah, bro, thanks again for being on, man. This was sick, bro, and, uh, you know, I can't wait to have you back on. Um, thanks again for being here, brother. Bet. Shout out to uh, Aqua Pana Water for the hydration. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> for uh, filling up my bladder. Hey, thank you, Aqua Pana. You're amazing. You got any shout outs? Anybody you want to say what up to? Yeah, yeah, I feel like we shout out a lot of the people in my life. Uh, but again, I just you know shout out to my wife, my kids, uh, 
Y'all the real MVPs, baby. Yeah, man. Shout out to same, same to mine. My kids, my wife, my mom, pops, you know, uh, family, sis, brothers, friends, my puppies. Yo, my sheep would do those, Penny and Rosie. If you haven't had a chance to uh, check out my Instagram, look at how amazing my puppies are. They're the fucking fluffiest, lovingest, just amazing, fluffy little cotton balls running around. And they don't shed, bro. But, yeah, I was going to say, but do they shed? They do not shed, man. And, you know, and, uh, you know, I guess... I was going to say nothing against dogs that shed, but nah, bro. Uh, dogs that shed everywhere, I can't do it. Hair everywhere, all over the place. Leggings galore. In, in your car. Oh, dude, leggings, bro. This is all over the leggings, you know? So. Yeah, that's not sexy. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for being here, bro. Uh, thank, thank you for everyone tuning in. I plan on dropping a new podcast here every other week or so. I'm still new to this. Bear, you know, bear with me. Um, but other than that, everyone um, have a good, blessed day. And, um, you know, much love. Coach Sardano, out. Hit him with that. Oh. Uh-huh.